Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Just press the damn button, nerd. Wait. What is up, Raider Nation? Your buddy Murph back once again for another fantastic episode of the RFR Rundown. This is where myself and my buddy, my co-host Swag Jeff, run down some of the most significant Raider stories this week. So appreciate you joining us. What's up, Swaggo? Yo, what's happening, Captain? Man, nice to have you back in a fan cave. Well, appreciate, yeah. Appreciate you joining me back here again for another episode of the RFR Rundown, man. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, thank you for having me here again for, for episode three. These aren't numbered, but but you know, but I'm keeping track. It's, kind of, it's episode three. Yeah, I'm you, keeping you, track. You can do yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. You can it's, do the, that. it's the Carson Palmer episode. Oh, oh <laughs> no! Why'd you got to do that, man? No, I hate that guy. not our favorite player. No, he's my least favorite person ever. Yeah, ever, you hate that guy. <laughs> I hate that guy so much. Oh my gosh! So I remember uh, we went to Atlanta one time for a for a game. Sure. And Carson Palmer ended the game by throwing a pick six. I don't even remember who of, it was. At the of time, course but, he did. But it was like, oh, like we made this whole trip down there, had this big old like fun time. Yeah. It was kind of a close game, and uh-huh. then all of a sudden it was like pick six, and the Raiders lose. Yep. It was like, Oh my gosh. Anyways, yeah. Yeah, yeah so um, glad to not have this be the Carson Palmer episode. It's the Babe Ruth episode. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, hey, I uh, appreciate you joining us here on the rundown. You can please subscribe to all the RFR shows on the Murph's Fan Cave Network that you can find the Murph's Fan Cave. That's M U R F S Fan Cave on any of your major podcasts. Actually, not even major, major and minor podcast services. You can find us all over the place. It's M U R F S Fan Cave. Please subscribe to us there uh, and get the audio version of this show plus all of the, uh, 
live video that we do that we're going to do in a little bit yeah. with uh, Uncle Mosh. We're going to do RFR Live. And then we got Tales from the Nation that Swaggo and I do. We got the Fan Club Blitz. We got the Mojo Pod Show. We got Mondays with Mikey and Murph. We got all kinds of good stuff. We got so. everything. RFR Conversations. Yeah, man. So definitely dig in uh, uh, to all of our stuff there. If you don't mind, please and support us by subscribing. All right. Yes. Let's get into this episode right away. Jeff, we're going to do a... Probably a what forty-five minute deep dive into Marcus Mariota and uh, and how he has graciously um, decided to give his time to the Raiders yes. and bless Raider Nation because there's really no finer human being that's ever walked the face of the earth yeah. than Marcus Mariota. Is yeah. that correct? Yes, I got three words for you: Aloha, Raider Nation. <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, yeah, you did. Nice, nice. No, no, that was the, that was the first two episodes. Of oh, our that was down. the first two. Well, you know, and if you listen to some people and some of the fit, the feedback feedback that we've gotten that you would think that's what we were doing yeah uh but also though i think after the last episode i think we uh brought a little bit of clarity to what our actual position was on that thing and and, uh and thank you to those of you that have reached back out after the second episode and uh and yeah i think we kind of talked you off the cliff a little bit there that it's uh it's all about the team being better yeah we just want to win just want to win, man. Doesn't that's it. Ma- doesn't matter who, right? We just yeah. want to see the team get better. And uh, if that's Mariota, great. If that's Derek Carr, great. If that's Tua Tungavailoa, great. If that's yeah. if it's Justin Herbert, uh, Jordan Love, whoever it is, I don't. It doesn't care. matter. It could be Case freaking Keenum. I don't care. Like I, I just, just want to win. Bring us dubs. So uh, okay, so let's jump into the to, in all seriousness. Let's jump into the free agency. A little bit of follow up on that, uh, which is kind of what we did last week, and we followed up a little bit on on a few players. But really, the biggest impact, and I think we're going to we're going to see on the field this season, this er, 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 early on, uh, we're going to see just kind of the immediacy of it is linebacker. Sure, yeah, absolutely, right. Kwiatkowski, Corey Littleton, big time players, big time coverage linebackers. Uh, we're going to see some some serious improvement at that position. And so, anyway, so it's one thing for us to follow up and give you our opinion on it, but one of the most trusted analysts at least in terms of voice goes that, that, that we look at is Brian Baldinger. Yeah. We love that guy. Baldy Baldy, man. He's great. And he's, he's funny. He's entertaining. The passion you can hear in him that he has for the game uh, is, is just awesome. So anyways, so he kind of breaks down the Raiders free agency and he focuses real heavily here on the linebackers. What a haul the Raiders had in free agency. Did anybody come up with more players, more depth at more positions in the Raiders, starting with middle linebacker, Corey Littleton, Okay, hold on. I'm going to pause it right there. I'll tell you this real quick. Okay. I love Brian Baldinger. He's playing meatloaf in the background. Well, yeah. He's playing bat out of hell. So I get the whole idea that these guys are playing like bats out of hell. Like they're just like going like, okay. But like, number one, bats is kind of a funky subject nowadays. But, but two, like it's meatloaf. Like who rocks meatloaf still? I don't know. I mean, Baldy does. Baldy apparently does. Yeah, he does. How do you feel about meatloaf, Jeff? Eh. The, 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 the artist, not the food. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, because I already know you love meatloaf. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> How can you tell? How can you tell? I'm just saying, man. Yeah, I've yeah, seen yeah. You. I've seen you at the Golden Corral, man. Oh, my gosh. You yeah, will yeah. crush a meatloaf. Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I don't I, I don't think I was ever really much of a meatloaf It's kind of way before your time, huh? Yeah, a little bit. What about Rocky Horror Picture Show, that version of meatloaf? Did you ever see Rocky Horror? Was that before your... I know that. Oh, no, yeah, I've seen it like, you know. Have I you ever gone to the theater and seen... No, I haven't. Oh, it's a lot of fun. Anyways, this has gone off in a completely different direction at this point. All right, let's get back to Brian Baldinger. 36 straight starts. Remember this play? 
opening drive of the Super Bowl. Playmaking middle linebacker. Has range. Comes up with a pick of Tom Brady. I hope he has that one on his mantle. This is what it looked like right here. Brady going on the outside to Chris Hogan. The ball's tipped. Look at the range Corey Littleton has. And then they played a lot of dime linebacker. Him and Mark Barron inside. Look at him. Like a basketball drill. Just mirroring Tom Brady right here. Where his eyes went, he went. Gets a fingertip on the ball on the way to Gronk. Yeah, he got a tip right there. Corey Littleton at linebacker. And then every team needs a Kwiatkowski. Look at this right here. Getting after Aaron Rodgers. Lindsley goes one way. Aaron Jones got to protect Aaron Rodgers. Watch what he does to Aaron Jones. Bam! Walks him right back into Aaron Jones's lap. It's a new way of doing things. New personnel. We got a Kwiatkowski. How about this scrape right here? Khalil Mack goes inside. Who's got the C-gap? Kwiatkowski's got the C-gap. For crying out loud, go blow up Boone. Take him right onto the shield of the Vikings. New way of doing things. Oh, I love it. New way I of love doing it. things. I love it, man. That's so cool. He sounds like a Raider fan. Yeah, it's he so does, cool. right? I yeah. love listening to him. Yeah, he's great, man. And so uh, it's, what's really cool um, when you watch the video is that you get to see these plays being made. And, uh, man, it's just it's impressive, man. Now, granted, you know, these are just a couple of cut-ups um, in terms of Kwiatkowski, like, because he didn't have a lot of playing time. Yeah. So we don't know what, like, what level of consistency that he's going to have uh, in, in terms of his gameplay. Uh, but for the small examples that we have, uh, the guy is fantastic, man. You can really see him being disruptive, which is what the Raiders need. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, good stuff. And then, of course, Littleton, uh, seeing the way that he's able to cover him. We mentioned it last week. You know, Corey Littleton, this guy picked off Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, how many people can say that, that they exactly. picked off Tom Brady? You know exactly. what I mean? Exactly, yeah. So, that's definitely on his mantle. Yeah, good stuff there. So, appreciate Brian Baldinger and uh, breaking down the Raiders linebackers. All right, so uh, let's move from free agency on to the draft. Well, no, let's not do that yet. Oh, why? No, because because there, there's been rumors. There's rumors. Oh, are we going to hit the rumor mill? Well, there's, yeah, a little bit. Well, give us the rumor mill, bro. Yeah, okay. So so I saw today on, on Twitter, and I do know that today is uh, April Fool's Day. So yes. I don't know what kind of truth there is to this. I you know I don't know how much we can we can trust on Twitter today. Yes, but, yes, uh, yes, yes. But I have seen that the Raiders are in serious talks with cornerback uh, Logan Ryan. Logan Ryan. Now, yes. Now, Logan Ryan, former Patriot, former Titan, or current Titan, I guess. Well, maybe not, right? His contract no, he's, up. Yeah, well, yeah, he's a free agent, and he's, and he's holding out with the Titans. Okay. Oh, he's holding out. Well, he because he wants a lot of money. Okay. Now hold. He's like an older guy now at this point, right? He's well, got to be late twenties, right? Tw- he's late twenties, probably twenty eight, twenty nine. Okay. Uh, starting starting cornerback for the Titans, but uh, and he was all, obviously he was on several of the Super Bowl teams with the Patriots. Um, he's a good corner, but he's asking ten million a year, God. and he said, "I'm not going to take anything less than that." Well, then he can take less than that sitting at the house, probably. Yeah. I yeah, mean, that's a lot of money for Logan Ryan. I got to imagine. I mean. Maybe like an incentive-laden deal that is, you know, a three-year, I would say, because, you know, cornerbacks, for the most part, are kind of like running backs. Like, they don't necessarily fall off a cliff. You know, the great ones can play deeper, like guys like Charles Woodson, for crying out loud, or Rod Woodson, right? There are some that, you know, Daryl Green played until he was like 40 or something, but like... There are other players that can play deeper into their career, but for the most part, the effectiveness of a, of a corner starts to drop off considerably 
after like 28, 29. Richard Sherman was one that was like, you know, he made this big stink about like how he didn't fall off and about how he was still just as good and blah, blah, blah. And then look what happened to him. Like he had a very good season, but when it came down to it in the Super Bowl, like he got torched. Oh, man. he got burned. Yeah, he got burned big time. And yep. so like, it's just a matter of fact, it's just for the most part, except for the, ex- except for the exceptional greats. The Hall of Famers and Richard Sherman might be that guy one day. I don't know. But even Charles Woodson had to transition to safety at one point. So is Logan Ryan worth a four or five year deal at 28 years older? And I don't even know. Shame on me. I don't know how he is off the top of my head. But say he's 28. Like, you don't want to give that guy a four year deal. Well, no. Do you, I mean, do you want to go give uh, $10 million to Logan Ryan or, you know, sign Eli Apple, what we just did? Exactly. You know, I mean, where, really, what's, where, where's the difference there? I don't see a whole lot of difference. There. Absolutely. And you got to remember when it comes to contracts, it's not for what you did, it's for what you're going to do. And while Logan Ryan may have been a very productive corner and at one time worth $10 million a year, is he going to be worth that in 2023? Exactly. Probably not. Yeah, probably not. So why would you do, you know, so I don't know. It'd be interesting to see uh, how that plays out. But listen, I'll say this, though, much like uh, with Chris Harris Jr., be a good fit for the team. You know what I mean? Like in terms of like the X's and O's, sure. like if the money gets right, like he'd be, that'd be great. Oh, him, yeah. Him and Eli Apple is your one, two. Absolutely. That's a great start. And then because I don't think we know exactly even what's going on with Worley, although he's kind of penciled in. But uh, I still think that there's a little bit of a question mark. Uh, sure. They're going forward. All right. So um, so speaking of that, now the Raiders did make a move uh, in terms of setting themselves up to sign more free agents. I don't think we're at the, the very end yet. And they restructured the deal for Rodney Hudson. Yes. So, yes. So, I saw that. Right. So they, uh, they can basically, they're moving the beans around a little bit, like to converted some money into guaranteed money. And ultimately it led to like a $9 million free up in the cap. Right. So we got a lot more wiggle room now. Yes. What's what else is interesting about this too? This is just, just food for thought is that as of right now, like there's a rookie reserve that goes in for each team, right? So like if you have like the Raiders, like you have, you have all these picks, say you got, you know, you got, we got the two ones and the three threes and all that, right? So you have a rookie reserve wage scale, essentially, that counts separately from your cap, but it still plays into the whole bigger number, okay? Well, if they, say the Raiders were to trade back and add in three or four more draft picks, well, then you need a bigger number now to be able to accommodate those new players coming in. I'm just saying. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Because we don't know what what Mayock's kind of his draft uh, MO is yet because we've only seen him in one, but is he the kind of guy that would trade back? We don't know. Yeah. Right? You know what I mean? Last year they did. They traded around a lot coming out of, uh, was it uh, was the second round pick? It was the Mullen pick. Yes. I think they traded down a few times, but they didn't. I can't remember what all they acquired. But anyways. There's a little bit of precedent, but not enough to tell us that like they'll trade out of one of those ones to pick up a couple twos or whatever. Like we don't know that yet. But if they did, they'll have the cap space and they'll have the dollars to be able to accommodate that and or the ability to just sign more free agents. So right, what do you think? right, absolutely. You think I mean, they're done? or You think we're just on to the? No, draft? I don't think so. I mean, it, like like you said, I mean, if they're if they're freeing up nine point two eight mil with uh, with Rodney Hudson's contract, they're obviously not done. They're obviously not. there's something going on. Yeah, there's something going on. Uh, okay, so speaking of the draft, so one of the players that has been thrown around is a little bit of a, I would call it a bold prediction. Excuse me. Um, it would be a, it's a nice to have, I think, for the Raiders. Sure. It's not a must need at this point, but it's one of those things where it's like, okay, if you come up at number 12 
and number 12 is still on the board, do you make a move and draft Tua? Do you make a move at 19 if he's still around? And the rumors now are saying that because of the, the COVID-19 and because of the isolation that's occurred, we all know that Tua had the two tightrope surgeries on both of his ankles and yes. then, of course, the hip. Yes. That while his camp will proclaim from the rooftops that he's 100% healthy. And they have been. They've been blowing up ESPN, NFL, everything, saying, oh, we're good. We're 100%, 100%, 100%. But a lot of owners may not know that. They may not know that. And just and a lot of times, teams want their own doctors to check players out because what else is his camp going to tell you? They're not going to tell you that it, they're not exactly. You know, you'd like to. I'm not saying that they have, would have any reason to be. Well, they do have a reason to be deceitful, but I don't think that automatically makes them deceitful. But I think that that puts them in a position to where they might massage something or kind of, you know, set something aside. Maybe not be full disclosure or at least you know 100 transparent on things because they want to do the right thing for their guy. I get that. Sure. You know what I mean? They're looking out for family essentially. You know, um, where a team doctor is going to be completely objective. Like there's no. It's usually a third party, even sometimes that these that the, that the teams will employ yes. to come in an impartial type thing. So, anyways, um, because of the the way that the the um, that the isolation has been working, they can't bring Tua into because no one's allowed in, in the team facilities, so he can't come in. They can't check the guy out. So now there's rumors that he might slide down the board. So sure, say he slides down the board, all right, and Tua is available at twelve or nineteen. Jeff, there's also more evidence, and based on what the research we, that we've done this week, that it still may not, as much as we as fans think that would be fun, and, and, and as much symmetry as there is between Mariota and Tua, and those, you know, Mariota being a mentor for him, and like sure. that would be a great quarterback room, those three guys with those two and Derek. As much as all that makes sense, that's not really what Gruden's mo is typically no right? no he's not a big quarterback guy now lately in the last couple of years he has publicly said quarterbacks that he loves you know i mean i think they did uh they've done uh remote uh interviews with justin herbert and jordan love this year i think jordan loves was scheduled for today or tomorrow or something like that but uh they did herbert the other day and last season he uh he said how much he loved kyler murray you know, he to the point that everybody was like, "Oh, the Raiders are going to make Raiders a move." The Raiders are going to get him. Yeah, I mean, he just he just said, "I really like the guy. I love the way he plays. I love you know his game." But uh, but Gruden's not really a quarterback in the draft kind of guy. So what? It, what? And so who is he drafted? He drafted Tuiasosopo. Yeah. So I remember so, that. Yeah, so I've got the list. So there, an oh, amazing, okay. amazing article by Jerry McDonald. If you haven't, uh, if you man. haven't read this, it's it's so good. It's so good. But so in two thousand one, uh, Tuiasosopo. Uh, did I say that right? Yeah, you did. Okay. Sopo, yeah. Okay. Uh, he was drafted in the second round, uh, 59th overall pick. 2003, uh, he drafted Chris Sims. Okay. Uh, 2006, Bruce uh, Gregkowski. Yeah. And then 2008, Josh Johnson. Okay. So, but that's it. But that's it. So the only one with the Raiders, of course, he had Rich Gannon. So uh, Tuyasa Sopo, if I remember right, he had to like convince Al that like that was a prudent move because Al was the GM back then. Yes. And so he had to like convince Al that that was a good move for the team to draft because he was like a second rounder or something, wasn't he? He was kind of a higher. Yeah, he, yeah, he was 59th overall. So he was 50... like mid second round. Yeah. And okay. he, uh, and yeah, he had to lobby hard with Al to even take him because he was sitting behind Rich Gannon. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So I think even Gruden back then saw the writing on the wall that, well, 
Rich Gannon was capable of playing at a high level. He was an older guy. Like he was yeah. already 30 something by then. So, yeah. you know, he wasn't going to be around forever. So exactly. Gruden it, was looking at a backup plan. Now, exactly. Now, it, it, Carr is not necessarily, you know, Carr is way younger than what Gannon was at the time. But would Gruden consider, quote, a backup plan? I think maybe, but not, it's not going to be Tua, though, because the rest of those guys you named. Those were all like third rounders and stuff. So it would surprise me if they, if a guy like Love is still around in the third. Yeah, I don't think he is though. I mean, I don't I'm, think he is right. Mo- most most mock drafts at this point have like four quarterbacks going within the top ten. Wow, I mean it's crazy. So who's who would be around like a Jake Fromm, Jake maybe Fromm, Jalen Jacob, Hurts, Jacob Eason, uh, Hurts. Uh, I bet Hurts is probably around in round three. Okay, you know, I, I would imagine. Um, I mean, I think he did have a pretty good pro day uh, with C.D. Lamb, but oh uh, right, right, yeah, right. But I don't, you know, I don't know. I don't know if he'll be around then. But uh, I think the last time that he showed serious interest with uh, with top level quarterbacks in the draft, at least that I remember, and, and Jerry McDonald as well, was back in two thousand five. Oh, is this Aaron Rodgers? This was the Aaron Rodgers right, and the right, Alex right. Smith, and he uh, he went. To both of those people, he went to Alex Smith. He went to uh, Aaron Rodgers. He went met with Aaron Rodgers, and Aaron Rodgers was like, "Are you really going to draft me?" And he was like, "Well, I'm, I'm here. If I wasn't going to draft you, I wouldn't be here." And so, uh, and so the draft came, and Alex Alex Smith was taken first overall. Right. But right. then Aaron Rodgers was there at five, and he passed him, and he passed on him, and took Cadillac Williams, who was, uh, if I remember right, on the article that Jerry's point on that was that Cadillac was going to be the immediate upgrade. Yes. And Cadillac had a phenomenal year. And if it wasn't for injury, cutting his career short, he basically had a Josh Jacobs type season. Like he had 1200 yards. Like, like he was absolutely very good player. Absolutely. And, and so does, and remind me here, but Jerry goes on to basically say it's the same type scenario Yes. That there's bigger bang for their buck than quarterback. Yes. So don't expect them to do yeah, it. Really. Yeah, don't expect them to do it because, yeah, because like you said, John Gruden wants to have the, he wants to see immediate rewards from his drafts. Uh, so, so yeah, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't imagine, I wouldn't imagine a quarterback going, I mean, a, a seven and nine team with Derek Carr, with Marcus Mariota. I don't imagine them going, trading up, doing anything crazy, like giving all their draft picks and Derek Carr and, you know, the money in his pocket or whatever to, to go and get a guy like Burrow or something like that. I, I just, it's not going to happen. Yeah, I don't think so. I think we're, we're done other than. Maybe that third round pickup. I think that's yeah. That's probably where it's gonna. And heck, it might even be lower than that just to round out the room. Because frankly, you know, a lot of times, uh, you know, when it comes to when teams field now, it's going to be soon the fifty five man roster. I don't think that's this year. The playoffs expand this year, but next year, whenever it is, whenever the uh, the season expands, then the rosters will expand to 55. Yes. And you'll see teams holding three quarterbacks. But in, right now, when they're at 53, a lot of times they won't even dress out the third quarterback. No. They'll dress out two and then have an emergency guy like your punter or whoever else. Right. Or a wide receiver that played quarterback in high school right, or something like that. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Or heck, like Josh Jacobs is, you know what I mean? He was, yeah. He was a great running or a, a quarterback. Yes. Um, who else? Uh, I think there's somebody else on the roster to play quarterback too. But anyways, but point being though, like forever it was Leckler. 
Leckler forever was our was our yes. emergency quarterback. Um, but so that 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 would make sense that with that quarterback room the way it is with Marcus and Derek, and then now the opportunity to really throttle up your offense by picking a superstar. Yeah, they're not gonna they're not gonna blow no. that pick on a. No, QB. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think they're done. Um, okay. So speaking of the draft. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so yeah. speaking of the draft, okay. so obviously obviously everyone is heartbroken that we can't have the party uh, that we want in Vegas no. this year. But uh but that doesn't mean that, that the draft won't be coming back to Vegas because Mark Davis has uh has said to the NFL, "Look, you don't have a spot for the 2022 yet. Come back to Vegas." Oh, Mark did this. Yes, yeah, Mark yeah, Mark Mark said Good for him. Uh, yeah, absolutely. He said that uh uh hold on one second. And, and I think this article is from Vinny Bonsignor. That's the guy from uh, the, the Vegas Nation or the Las Vegas Review Journal, I guess, anyways. And uh, he's great. He's like, to me so far, um, and I, I, we didn't cover this on the rundown, but or well, the rundown of the rundown. The, the pre-rundown. The pre-rundown. But I want to throw this out there, Raider Nation, because you know us. We like to celebrate the good ones. We'll call out the guys that are that are that have cases of the ass for the Raiders, yeah. like Kawakami's of the world and Mike Silver's. But we want to celebrate the good ones. We celebrate Jerry a lot. And Vinny Bonsignor from the Las Vegas Review-Journal so far has been like the Jerry McDonald of the Vegas Raiders. Yeah. He's been great. Very fair. Very, like... He's not about opinion. He's about facts. Like that article you just did on, on Jerry, okay? Jerry gave you his opinion, but it was based on like an incredible backstory. Based on facts. On facts and a history of what Gruden has done. And so he's saying, by my best educated guest, guess with all of the evidence prior, this is what I think they're going to do. Yes. That's one way to do it. The other yes. way to go about it is the Stephen A. Smith route, where you just go and fired up on emotion yep. and yep. not, yeah, not no wild fact. accusations. Exactly. Yeah. So, anyways, Vinny Bonsignor so far seems to be that kind of guy. That he's a very factual guy. So, anyways, yes. I kind of derailed us there, but so yeah, please. no, 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 yeah. So, so uh, in that in that interview right there, he said absolutely. At some point, the NFL is just going to have to take advantage that we're Las Vegas. And we're just going to be Vegas and we're going to party and we're going to have fun and we're going to sell tickets and we're going to bring in all these people to have an amazing draft. Come back whenever. Come back whenever you want. That's awesome, man. And, you know, they should. I mean, you got to do the Raiders in Vegas a solid, man. Yeah, well, they need to have some fun between the next two drafts, which is going to be about as boring as it can get. Isn't it like Cleveland or something? Cleveland 2021 and 2023 is Kansas City. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I mean, come on, man. Like, I, Come back to Nashville before you go places like that. I know, man. You know like, what I mean? Like, seriously, like, you know, I mean, because Nashville's a party city, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we're, and, and for those of you that don't know, Jeff and I live just outside of Nashville now. Um, you know, like, well, that, we that's what we do. Like, that's what Nashville does is that we, yes. we have part, like, it's six deep every sidewalk downtown almost every day now, like let alone. Yeah. I mean, there's been times you and I will work down there together. Sometimes we'll be walking out three o'clock in the afternoon and there's people. Oh out, yeah. People out, stumbling out of bars. Yeah, and They're crushing it already. You know what I mean? <laughs> so like, you know, that's what Nashville does. And so I'm not saying that Cleveland's like, for those of you that live up there, like Ron what's up, but like, I'm not saying like Cleveland's like a bad place, but it's not like known for its parties. No. You know what I mean? Kansas city isn't known for its parties. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and I don't know, man, I I'm with you, dude. Like, I hope that it, it it goes back to Vegas. And I think I think they will. I think there will. There's there's rumors I saw that uh, they might just shove everything back and put put uh, the draft in 2021 in Vegas, and then go 2022 Cleveland, 2023 KC. 
Oh, that would be, and that would be kind of cool. That would be cool too. That well, that's like what the Olympics are doing, right? They're just, yeah, they're just pushing it back a year. They're not waiting and taking a new rotation or nothing. They're just pushing it back a year. Yeah, why not? Yeah, you know, I think that's the best way to do it. And too, and you know what else is interesting though? Now that I'm thinking about this, like so before that, so it's been in Chicago. It's it was of course it was Radio City Music Hall forever. Yeah, but once they decided to start making this a fan event, it was Chicago. Dallas twice, I think. Yes. Then Nashville, then Vegas, which is yeah, it's West, but it's not West Coast. But now Cleveland and Kansas City. You know, you see a theme there. I see a lot of like middle of the country where everyone can kind of come can together. Get together because you know if you're an if you're an LA guy and the draft is in Boston, well, that's a haul, man. Oh and, yeah, and vice versa. If you're trying to get to LA from Boston, then. But all that said, it's the NFL, and they're going to have even though. We're not obviously we're not huge fans of the of Kansas City. Um, you know, it's going to get well attended. Oh sure, you know it's Absolutely. not it's not going to get Vegas numbers, and I would even argue that, I mean, it's not even going to get Nashville numbers. Nashville, we had over six hundred thousand over three days. Vegas, they were projecting it more like seven to seven fifty. Yeah, there in no way that Kansas maybe, City. Yeah, is gonna it'll beat top that. out at five, maybe. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, man. Mm-hmm. There's no way they're going because we have again we our downtown is packed anyways yes like it was like I mean, it was really kind of funny because there was so many people like especially we have like we're notorious now for these bachelorette parties and all the bachelorette parties these girls are showing up and like freaking like everything is like completely like slam oh my gosh like, there were bachelorette parties trying to sue the city of nashville because they couldn't have their little they couldn't have their woo wagons and <laughs> do all their craziness yeah so funny. Yeah, so ain't nobody going to Kansas City to ride the woo wagons and f- celebrate their bachelorette party. Exactly. Come on. Exactly. All right, brother. Uh, so speaking of the draft. Oh, hey, you guys. Speaking of the had, draft. I knew you had something Swag else. Swag Jeff has got us just something to report. Uh-oh. Have you, hey. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. There must have been a new like shirt or something that came out. Well, yeah. <laughs> have you seen the draft hats? Oh, no. The 2020 draft hats. Now, the Raiders is not available yet, so I have not seen it. Okay. You got I've, that. You got the, the, the countdown working over there? Or the, oh, yeah. Or you got the, the Google they News alert? They send me notification. They go, Swag, we got new stuff. <laughs> We got new stuff. But yeah, I haven't seen the Raiders ones, but I've seen other teams and they are fire. Are they? Oh, they're so cool. It looks like kind of like it looks like neon lights, which is probably like a Vegas theme. Oh. It was kind of like Vegas. They had the neon yeah. lights and stuff like that. It looks so cool. It looks oh. so cool. So, so it's I'm going like to be an get, outline of it's, the It's just the outline of the logo. So ours will probably be a black logo with just white but it looks like kind of like neon lights or something like that. It's, it's And then so it'll be like will there be an outline of the pirate you think in there? Like yes, the word Raiders. Yeah. Probably so, the word Raiders. So the word Raiders then, will be like raised up, looking like yes. neon tubing. <gasps> yes. Oh, dude, that's going to be badass. Oh, yeah, it's going to be super cool. And then on the side, everyone else has their little thing. Like I saw the Titans one says Titan Up and all that stuff. It'll say Raider oh, ours Nation. ours will say Raider Nation on Right on the yeah. side. It's yeah. going to be super right badass. And if you want that hat like Swag Jeff is going to get, oh, go to RaidersFanRadio.com slash gear and click our link and a portion of your purchase will uh will go towards uh, a, a donation to a charity and we have we have not locked down a charity yet we've got a, we're we're down to a couple and as soon as we get the word of what it's going to be we're going to let you know and it's going to be awesome 
That's awesome, man. Appreciate that, Swago. Yeah, RaidersFanRadio.com slash gear. And uh, last year, we partnered with the Bolitnikoff Foundation. Oh, my gosh. And it was so much fun. So much fun and such a great organization and so wonderful yes. to deal with Angela and Fred, of course. And, and uh, so we're very thankful to them. And uh, I think we're going to kind of spread it around a little bit in yeah, terms of we'll, what yeah, we we'll do circle every back. Year. We'll circle back circle. to Bolitnikoff again at some point. Yeah, but it will definitely be something Raider-centric. Like, there's no doubt. And it might even be Bolitnikoff again. I don't know. But, but point being, though, is that don't... Uh, 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 don't forget that anytime you buy anything through our website, doesn't cost you anything extra. Yes. If the link is going to take you to nflshop.com and, uh, and they are going to share a portion of the proceeds back with us. And we put that money all together, including our own merchandise sales. Yes. And then at the end of the year, we give out a big, that sum of money to, Absolutely. to someone. So Absolutely. And you don't have to be a Raiders fan to use the link. No, just hit the link. Yeah, and then, you, there's Kansas City fans all the time that tune into Raiders Fan exactly Radio. Right. Click our link and buy yourself a stupid Patrick Mahomes jersey if you want. <laughs> or during hockey season, I click our link and I go and I buy my Pred stuff. Oh, yeah. nice, dude. Yeah, uh-huh. That's what yeah I'm so I'm about. making it rain in that little hopper that we've got. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> Actually, probably between the three of us, we probably were a majority of the money we raised this year, but <laughs> that's, that's okay. That's okay. That's okay, man. Uh, anyway, so we appreciate you for uh, those of you that support us in that way. And uh, all right, so I think that's all we got for tonight's rundown. That's all we got, dude. Thanks thanks again for listening, and uh, be sure to check us out next week and tune in live for Raiders or RFR Live tonight. That's right. Coming up here in just a little bit. Appreciate you, Swag. Peace. Hey everybody, this is your old Uncle Mosh from RFR Live, and I got a little question for you. You ever want to talk about the best ice-cold cerveza you just finished? Or you want to banter with your crew about all the good and the bad in the nation? The Raider Nation, that is. Well, you can do all this and much more on the Mojo Pod Show. That's right, the Mojo Pod Show, where you get riveting conversation, straightforward reviews about your favorite suds, and an honest approach to everything Raiders football. That's Mojo Pod Show on Murph's Fan Cave Podcast Network. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home an auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy... 
Our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com.